Take your Bible, and we're going to turn to John chapter 10. John chapter 10. John chapter 10, starting in verse number 7, and reading down to verse number 10, we'll read responsibly. You'll read the even verses, and I'll read the odd. John chapter 10 in your Bibles, John chapter 10, starting in verse number 7. John chapter 10, starting in verse number 7. Let's begin, pause at any punctuation, begin in verse number 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. And all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they may have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. And let's pray. God, we thank you so much, Lord, for the Holy Bible, Lord, those beautiful, wonderful words that we get to hold in our hand. We thank you, Lord, for the man of God that you've given us today. I ask you help us, Lord, that we would uh, not just listen to words coming out of his mouth, Lord, but that we would take these truths from your word to our hearts. Help us, Lord, to write these truths upon the tables of our hearts. And, Lord, we ask that you please be with us today. We need you. We ask that you get all the glory and praise for what's done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In your Bible, John chapter 10, I want you to look at verse number 10. We're going to focus on one part of this verse, and I'm going to center the whole truth today, just on this one little facet of the scriptures. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now watch this. This is Jesus speaking. I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Today, I want to help you have a more fulfilling, or in God's words, a more abundant life. I don't believe that God made us to live on earth, struggle and survive just to be miserable all of our life. I don't believe that. Now, we're sinners, and because we're sinners, we messed it up. Some of the mess that we have is because of our sin. Some of it's because of somebody else's sin. But God didn't sin. And I want you to understand something. And I need you to listen to me. If you don't get this, you're not going to get the rest of the sermon. God did not intend for you just to survive. I don't believe the will of God is some ooky spooky thing that you grapple in the dark and hopefully you stumble over someday. God does not command us to do something. He doesn't give us the wherewithal to do. God also does not hide his will from us. He gave it to us in the word of God. Do you know that 98% of the will of God is found within the pages of scripture? Well, if you got a 98 on a test, you did pretty good. Some of you say, well, it's not 100 yet, and you're the one that never got 100% in your life. Now, God wants us to enjoy life. He said, I am come to give life and to give it more abundantly. Now listen to me carefully here. For each and every person, God planned an abundant life. This does not mean um, a lot of life. 
God did not promise longevity of life. God did promise, the word abundant there means multiple forms. Hmm. You mean there are different forms of life? Yes. God's telling you that he wants you to enjoy all the forms of life he's made available to you. Today, I want to talk to you about that. Now, there are three types of life. Now, look at me. There are three basic types of life or forms of life. Number one, plant life. A potato cannot ever become a cow. Nor can a man become a woman. I don't care what science says. And ain't no man ever wanted to be a woman. And no woman ever wanted to be a man. Uh, a potato was is born, germinated to be a potato. Did you know that a potato cannot become a carrot? Did you know it can't become broccoli? Praise the Lord. Uh, now, uh, you see, life does not change from one form of life into another. By the way, that's why evolution is wrong. You don't change from one life form to another life form. Two dogs don't have a horse. You might have a dog big enough to be a horse, but it's still not a horse. I was out soul wedding one day and somebody had a great dame that was loose. And that old dude come out and he said, it's friendly. And it was a good thing because he had his paws up on my front shoulders and his face was over my head. And I'm thinking, I hope that isn't rain coming down. Oh, it was big and slobbery. And I mean, that thing had a head like that. Now, wait a minute. Uh, it was as big of a horse, but it wasn't a horse. You can improve a potato, but you can't turn it into an animal. You can turn it into the animal, but it won't turn into an animal. The animal may eat it for food, but it's not going to become an animal because it's plant life. Everybody got that? Number two, you have animal life. Did you know that uh, a, a horse will never become a person? You can improve a cow. You can breed it to where it'll give more milk. It'll give more meat, depending on what type of cow it is. Uh, you can do all kinds of things genetically to help them, but it's not ever going to become a potato. Everybody doing okay? Uh, I'm going to say something here. If, <laughs> if you get angry, you get angry. I'll be successful. A dog or a cat will never be a human. A dog and a cat should have not have human rights. I hate to tell you this. They're dogs. I have a dog. I have a beagle. I have a white beagle. She's a chick with an attitude. Uh, my dog, if she doesn't like something you're saying or doing, she'll go and just turn her head. I'm not kidding. She's as bad as a teenage girl. Uh, she is just a chick with an attitude. And this morning she gave me an attitude at 4.30 in the morning outside. 
And I said, yeah. And then she didn't. I walked out in the grass. I got, got a hold of that dog. She ran to the door. Before I opened the door, I swatted her on the backside. Oh, you shouldn't do that. It didn't listen. And she found out she's going to listen. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm not going to say, yeah, and wake the neighbors up. But she knew in uncertain terms that by the time I walked across that grass, she was in trouble. Say, how do you know? Her tail was between her legs. She was squatting down like this, and she's standing at the door looking at me. I said, you can look at me with those big brown eyes all you want, but I'm still going to swat you on the backside. And I did. Now, I didn't hurt her. I didn't abuse her. She didn't even yipe, but she knew she was in trouble. Say, what'd she do? As soon as the door opened up, she ran and jumped on the bed with my wife to get out of the way for me. I didn't say she was stupid. Now, wait a minute. She knew she was in trouble. I thoroughly expect to get home today and her to look at me and go, because she doesn't forget like any other woman. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You can ask my wife. It's true. She hates to go to the get groomed and get her nails done and stuff. And every time I can come home and say, oh, you went to the groomer today. She won't talk. She won't. She won't come near you. She'll sit on the couch and turn her head to my wife like, mm, I'm, I'm rebelling against you. Now, wait a minute. An animal doesn't become a plant. A plant doesn't become an animal. So you have plant life, you have animal life, but wait a minute. An animal has more, um, I'll use the word soul. It has a body and a soul. A plant only has a body. But an animal has a soul. It's got an attitude. It has an ability to communicate a little bit with people. Horses, they all have different temperaments. Some are wild, some are calm, some are uh, stupid, some are, you know, they, they have all different types of temperaments. They have a little bit of soul, but they don't have a spirit. God made the third life form, which is man, which has a body, a soul, and a spirit. Now, lost man only has a body and a soul because their spirit is dead and needs to be reborn. That's why we have the alphabet soup crowd out there. That's why you've got people acting worse than animals. There's nothing dumber than a human being without a spirit. Because they're dumber than an animal. You know, humans are the only two, only creatures that can reason that two men could be married. You put two bulls in a pen, they ain't going to be married. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Two roosters aren't going to get along. Humans are the only ones stupid enough. They're dumber than animals. Everybody doing okay? Hang on. Uh, you get mad now, you're going to kill somebody in a little while here. God made man the highest form of life. He said, matter of fact, I'll give you dominion over the fish of the air, the fowl of the sea, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the face of the earth. I'll also give you dominion over the things of the earth. And yet, we think that the earth is God. Hang on. Man is here to balance all life forms. Now, <laughs> I hate to tell you something. Man cannot become a flower. Amen. He may be a blooming idiot, but not a flower. Man's not going to be a dog. I read, uh, Aaron sent me an article this week. Some guy in Japan spent 
tens of thousands of dollars to have a costume made so they could walk around town like a collie dog. Got the whole, all the fur, everything else, looked like it was about 3,000 months pregnant. And I thought, who in the world, uh, human beings are stupid. And I'll just pull up and park for a second here. For the public school system to put litter boxes in the bathrooms so that a student that thinks he's a cat or a dog can go to the bathroom in a litter box is perverted. Where are the parents' heads? Where are the teachers' and administrators' sense? Everybody doing okay? So, preacher, I don't think you ought to preach like that. Then don't, but I will. That's the reason we we have what we have in our school systems. Jefferson County Schools have those in the schools. It's coming to Berkeley. Hang in there. It's going to get worse. But Jesus is coming back, and we're going to blow this popsicle stand. Man is to be the highest type of life on earth, but you must be born again to achieve it. Now, there are also four kinds of human life. You have three forms of life, plant, animal, and human. Then you have four types of life for man. Let me give it to you very quickly here. These are from which we get the abundant life. Yes, we're supposed to enjoy the plants. Yes, we're supposed to enjoy the animals, especially come September and bow season starts. And squirrel season. And all the other seasons. I enjoy deer right next to the taters. Amen. Uh, I'm for it. Uh, I like turkey, especially when it's on the plate. Done. Amen. Now, hang on. God says we're to enjoy all those things. By the way, did you ever notice God didn't put plants on the ark, just animals? Hmm, take that, vegetarian. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Four types of life for man. Number one, physical life. Did you know God wants you to enjoy life with our body? This wonderful specimen you see in front of you. It's got a lot of miles on it. Shut up. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Uh, we're, We're supposed to enjoy the life God gives us. Now, I realize because of sin, it wears our bodies down and out. Had man not sinned, we wouldn't have the problem we have today. We wouldn't have people as ugly as Brother Scott. (laughs) That's right. But, you know, when you get as old as Brother Jim Bohr, you know, the the beauty's gone, amen? You're just glad you're still upright taking nourishment. Now, wait a minute. But that's why at 91 years old, somebody can stop by with a bunch of cookies. Amen, Jennifer and Aaron. And 91-year-old buddy buddy of mine, his eyeballs go up. She brought me cookies this week. <laughs> you know, once a man, twice a boy, amen? Now, wait a minute. God wants us to enjoy the physical things of life. He wants us to enjoy food. He wants us to enjoy the beauty of nature, a sunrise, all those things. God wants us to enjoy. Second, the mental life or the soul. God made us body, soul, and spirit. Your soul and your spirit are not the same. It is my soul that is speaking to you today. 
Your soul is your mind and your attitude and your, uh, your, your personality. That is your soul. Did you know that God wants you to enjoy the, the, the thinking part of life and the social part of life? I believe that's true. I don't think marriage is supposed to be an institution you survive. It's not supposed to be a death sentence. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll do a funeral for uh, Wiley's, uh, Wiley's dad, a memorial service. And I've done weddings before. I call those stand-up funerals. Uh, but uh, either way, it, a marriage is not supposed to be something endured. It's supposed to be enjoyed. Then you have the spiritual life. Those are the things that we do that are spiritual, godly. Church is both soul and spirit. But we're to enjoy the spiritual things of life. Reading the word of God. Prayer. Talking to God. Sharing the gospel with somebody else. Showing, showing somebody how that if they died without Christ, they're going to die and go to hell. But they can trust Jesus Christ as their Savior. You want to talk about something make me come unscrewed. That'll do it any day. I love doing the spiritual things in life. But may I say something? I don't go hunting in my suit usually. Now, if the occasion presents itself, I'm not opposed to it, but it's not normal. I was out soul winning one night, and a guy hit a deer. There's a six-point buck laying in Route 11. And I thought, what's this idiot doing stopped in the middle of Route 11? I jumped out. He had his hazards on. I said, what? And I looked, and there's buck laying in the road. All broke up. He said, ugh. He said, what do I do? I said, you got a gun? He said, no. I said, I got a knife in the truck. Hang on. I went back, got my knife. We drug him off the edge of the road because he was all, he had three broke, three broken legs out of four. He wasn't going to get up and go anywhere. And I, I said, I'll hold him. You stab him. I was in suit just like this and we, we cut the thing's throat. While the blood rolled out of the deer, I opened up my Bible and showed that man how to get saved and standing in the ditch on Route 11 with the blood flowing there, the blood flowing from Jesus. Covered that man, he got saved, standing on the side of the road. That, that deer gave its life for that man to get saved. I, I'm, hey, it doesn't bother me. Oh, preacher, that's so sad. No, I was excited. I'm probably the only preacher in the world could get out of a truck, grab my knife in a suit, and win some of the Lord while the blood's flowing. Amen. I love it. Tell you, that didn't happen. Yeah, it did. I'd take you to the spot. Now, wait a minute. By the way, that was years ago. The deer's not there anymore, fellas. So you have physical life, you have mental life or soul, you have spiritual life, but there is another type of life for man. It's called eternal life. Brother Wiley, Tuesday night, 1140, your daddy went to eternal life. Miss Kim, your nephews, Thursday and Friday, 12 hours apart. They went from living this life to eternal life. You see, the abundant life is a buffet for everybody to enjoy all of the forms of life God has for us. God wants us to enjoy the physical and the mental and the spiritual and the eternal. God did not intend for you to be promoted from one type of life to the other. He wants us to enjoy them all at the same time. I, I don't mind going to a buffet. What's that place up in Lancaster? 
uh, yeah, that's it, the Shady Maple. If you've never been up there, that's one of those uh, places that you go when you're really, really, really hungry and just spend all day there, amen? Uh, kind of like a blind dog in a meat house. Now, wait a minute. I laugh. I'm sorry. If I go to one of those places, I am not about to go to the salad. I can go outside and graze on grass anytime I want. If I'm going to pay money, I'm not eating rabbit food. I'll eat the rabbit, but not the food. And I watch these people go get a whole plate. I'm thinking, you just wasted all that room on salad. Fill it up with meat and taters or something. Pie and cookies and cake and all the other important nutrients of life. Amen. God did not intend for you to be promoted from physical life to mental life to spiritual life to eternal life. He wants us to enjoy all of those all at one time. You're not to live any one kind of life, though, exclusively. To live the physical life only means you ignore the mental, the spiritual, and the eternal. That's what our world is doing. That's what the alphabet soup crowd's doing, the sodomites. They're only living the physical life. And they're ignoring the rest of the life. You talk about stupid people. To live the mental life only and ignore the, you ignore the physical, the spiritual, and the eternal, and that's perverted as well. Have you ever met somebody that was so smart they were stupid? They're in Congress. I mean, uh, <laughs> then you have those that live a spiritual life, but they ignore the physical, the mental, and the eternal. They're just as perverted. Everybody doing okay? Now, <laughs> if you only choose one or two of these forms of life to live, in God's viewpoint, you're missing abundant life. You're missing what God has for you. The world will tell you, let's go out and party on Saturday night. You don't need to go to church on Sunday. You need to go live it up. Well, actually, you're dying it out. The people laying in their barf this morning with a hangover, not knowing who they were with or what they did last night, they're not the ones living. Those of us here are the ones finding out what real life's all about. I have no regrets for what I did last night. <laughs> no, that was you, Bob. Uh, wait a minute. Most people only enjoy the physical life. God wants you to enjoy going to the restaurant and eating, but also sitting down and reading a book. He also wants you to enjoy a sunrise or a sunset. Some of you... Did you know the sun comes up just as slow as it goes down? It's not a switch that comes on every morning. Uh, it, it's not when you pull the, the clock or the curtains back that, uh, that it just w appeared. I made somebody mad. No, I'm teasing. I knew they were leaving. Don't worry. I made her mad a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> now hang on. Listen to me very carefully here. 
God wants you to enjoy all the different forms of life. There are some people they could only enjoy playing, but they don't enjoy thinking. Did you know what the word amuse means? It means no think. We have, a, we have generation after generation of people that want to play video game by the hour to keep from thinking. Oh, it's improving my thinking ability. No, it's destroying it. It's called amusement. Everybody doing okay? I want to look at these four different forms of life very quickly and show you how you can have abundant life. Number one. God wants you to enjoy the physical life, but not exclusively. God wants you to enjoy the physical life, but not exclusively. Did you know God wants you to enjoy food? That's why God gave you taste buds, if yours were. Thank you, Chinese. I lost mine almost three years ago. Haven't come back. God wants you to enjoy marriage. God wants you to enjoy relationships, but may I say this, a relationship based on the physical only is perverted in God's view. A marriage lasted only on the physical life will destroy itself. Plain and simple. Oh, it's it's a part of it, but it's only a part. You see, God wants you to enjoy the fun things of life. Sunrise, nature. Sports, being with people. Uh, there, there's some funny things that happen in nature. I was watching a fawn out here, or a doe out here with triplets yesterday morning. I just took a few minutes to just watch them run all over the field. They were nursing on mama, and I was thinking, just a couple months, we'll shoot you. No, uh, <laughs> those are deer nuggets, amen? <laughs> right, Brother Steve? <laughs> Brother Steve sent me a video a week or so ago. It was, there must have been 15, 20 turkeys, a couple big ones and a whole bunch of little little ones. I said, turkey nuggets. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Aww. Just let them grow up, then we'll shoot them, amen? Now, wait a minute. God wants you to enjoy some of the fun things of life, but not at the expense of right and wrong. But all of life is not enjoyable. When I had to talk to Brother Wiley on Wednesday morning about his daddy going to heaven, it wasn't enjoyable. Now, it was enjoyable. We had a place to talk about called heaven. His daddy's there. His daddy had caught up to his mama and other folks that he knows that's already there. Uh, it wasn't enjoyable sitting with Kathy and Harry as Miss Osi went to heaven. Brother Scott with your mama. Those aren't the enjoyable times of life, but may I say something? We're still enjoying life. And by the way, I've said this before, I'll say it again over and over. When someone goes to heaven, they're going from death to life, not life to death. We have this thing backwards. We think this is all there is. (laughs) There's an eternal out there that's a whole lot bigger. What we have here is death compared to what eternity is going to be like. God says you pass from death to life, not life to death. And as I told Brother Wiley early Wednesday morning, he said, Brother Wiley, he's just now really starting to live. I get it. I stood here over, a little over two and a half years ago and preached my own mama's funeral. 
But was my, should I be sad? How could I be sad? My mama's in heaven. She's, she's better off than she was here. Do I miss her? Of course I do every day. But it doesn't mean I'd want her to be back and suffering. She's doing fine. She's taking care of five great grandbabies up in heaven. She, she's having time of her life. Matter of fact, she's living better than she's ever lived down here. Now, wait a minute. It doesn't take away the pain of missing her. But I have peace knowing where she's at and what she's doing. Boy, that's good stuff. God does not want you to only enjoy the physical things because that would be perverted. Hollywood is all about perversion and enjoying the physical things of life. Modern government is all about the physical things of life. Let me give you all that you want so that I could take all that I want. <laughs> uh, so many things I want to say. The world's philosophy, if it feels good, do it. What a mess. Well, all love is love. My Bible says there's a difference between love and lust. The world has replaced the word lust with the word love. You cannot love the same gender the way God intended for a husband and wife. That's not love, that's lust. Go to Romans 1. Lust burning in them, one for the other. Everybody doing okay? I love nature. I love science. I love the things that God put together. It's fascinating. But I hate to tell you something. Science is not God. Amen. Right, Mr. Fauci? When he gets up and says, I am science. I remember somebody else that said, Moses, tell them the I am sent you. Who wanted to play God? God wants you to enjoy pizza and steak, mashed taters and gravy, pork chops and bacon. But he also wants you to enjoy the vegetables he's provided. As long as they're not cooked peas. I'm so proud of my five-month-old grandson. He's eating food now. My daughter put peas in his mouth and he went, and he will not put them in his mouth. He sees that green coming and goes, mm-hmm. I told you he's got my genes in him. Amen? Yeah, thank God. There are some people that think you deny yourself physical things to be spiritual. That's your monks and your nuns and your priests and different things. God didn't say denying anything physical makes you spiritual. You can fast. It doesn't mean you're going to be spiritual. I know people that fast to lose weight. doesn't make them spiritual. Everybody doing okay? Uh, I've said this before. You're looking at a man that uh, I could grab her, take my guns, my fishing poles, go to the backside of the mountain, never see a human being again, be the happiest man in the world. But that's not what God's will is. I force myself to be in public. I'm not naturally. It doesn't work that way. I get nervous. 
I worked for Dr. Jack Hiles. Our church ran 20, 25,000 people every Sunday. Our auditorium sat 7,000 people. I was 29 years old, and he, he said, you're going to preach on a Wednesday night. I was preaching to 5,000 people that night. Let me tell you something. I understood for the first time what it meant to have your knees knocking together. I was scared stupid. I was already stupid, but scared stupid. I was thinking, what in God's name am I doing here right now? Man, nightmares. I mean, I had pre-traumatic stress syndrome. Uh, he let me know three months in advance. That's the worst thing you could ever do. Tell me the day of. Don't tell me three months in advance. Lord, I was scared to death. I couldn't wait to get through that. Now, wait a minute. After it was done, I thought, that wasn't, I hope I don't have to do it again. I ended up doing it five times. I could be a hermit, but that would only be enjoying one part of life, not the abundant life. Number two, God wants you to enjoy the mental, but not exclusively. Just make sure you take your meds. Uh, no, <laughs> I love words. I love learning. I love reading. I do. I enjoy it. I'm, I, I realize I, I'm not the smartest person in the room. No comments. <laughs> I've got a couple college degrees, and I've taught at college levels, and uh, I've taken the IQ test a couple times, and it comes out about 129, 130. I don't know what that means other than it's a little above average. Now, wait a minute. I don't maybe have the best mind in the room, but I love words. I love reading. I love uh, in the, I read as much as I can. Now this summer, I haven't had a chance to read. I was back in Ohio in May, in May, preaching graduation and uh, I went to the uh, McKinley Monument in the McKinley Presidential Museum there in Canton where I'm from. I told my wife, I said, I want to get a couple books and I've got a couple books. I got about that much of one book read, and I had bought two or three books. Haven't had time to get through any more of it. I had to wait till Brother Anthony got here so I can read and he can work. And uh, <laughs> so one of these days I'm going to get through some of these books. Now, wait a minute. I enjoy reading. I enjoy words. Uh, I, I think I could enjoy writing books someday. I don't have time. I really don't. Uh, I think I could enjoy, I, I, I think if it wasn't the Holy Spirit and for the fact that I have to go out and go soul winning, I probably could be one of those people that just studied my Bible and taught all the time. Say why? Because I enjoy learning and helping somebody else learn. But a church that only teaches and doesn't preach and get you off your blessed do nothing, go out there and tell people about Jesus is a perverted church. A church that only makes you happy and makes you want to jump up and down and clap your hands and say the same words over and over and over while you look at the screen following the bouncy ball is worthless in God's mind because it doesn't help anybody get saved. Amen. They're only enjoying the physical. By the way, the Holy Spirit and physical are never found cohabitating in the scriptures. Other than what know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit and emotion never go together. You see, I make myself enjoy physical labor. I love doing some things. I love mowing my grass. 
It's the only thing I do that when I get done, I have immediate results for. (laughs) That sounds strange to you. You work with people long enough, it sometimes takes decades before you see what you did. It really does. I can go out and mow my grass and say, I got something done. I can work 14, 16 hours in my office and walk away and say, what did I get done today? The piles are bigger, <laughs> the burdens are heavier, and there's more of it, and the phone's still ringing. You see, the word mental means medication. Meditation, I'm sorry, music, <laughs> books, <laughs> education, loyalty, poetry, thinking, philosophy. I enjoy those things. I enjoy humor. Whether I'm the root of the joke or not. Uh, I enjoy being kind to people and, and, and making people enjoy life. Isn't that what it's all about? I enjoyed the, the children who were out picking dandelions in clover top this morning. And walk through the door and say, here preacher. Now, do dandelions really thrill me? No, but the love behind it did. Everybody doing okay? We live in a perverted society that wants to make education their God. Well, this educated society is a dope-smoking, booze-drinking, sodomite, immoral, God-rejecting, bankrupt, communistic society, perverting and indoctrinating. They're not educating. And that's the nicest way I know how to say it. We think because we have fast information that we're intelligent. You can Siri or Google it. Well, if you believe everything you Siri and Google, you have mental issues. Uh, more, More information in one of those than what it took to land the first spacecraft on the moon. More power, technologically speaking, in that phone right there than what it took to land the first spaceship on the moon. And we think because we have fast information, no, you have fast thumbs. Or now most of us, most of you are so lazy, you use that, you push that button and say it into it to get it. Not me. I don't want no stupid telephone telling me what to do. We used to go to the libraries and study. Pull out volume after volume after volume after volume of books. I pity the generation coming up that doesn't know what it means to go to a library and smell the old nasty, musty book smell. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Some of you old timers? Yeah. Or using the Dewey Decimal System. Now, wait a minute. (laughs) It's because she couldn't read. She was brought up in public school. Anyway. (laughs) Or knowing that General Grant and President Grant were the same person. (laughs) You know, there used to be that you waited on the mailman, you didn't have email. Our society is perverted by everything that we worship the mind. We think because a person has a lot of degrees after their name that they're intelligent. Well, I know people that have a lot of degrees that are dumb, 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 Gomer. Everybody doing all right? Number next, God wants us to enjoy spiritual life, but not exclusively. 
You know, God wants you to enjoy the physical. God wants you to enjoy the mental. But God also wants you to enjoy the spiritual things of life. Did you know God wants you to enjoy church? I don't think church should be a place that's all ooky, spooky, weird, and dark, and you walk in like it's a funeral home. I've been in enough funeral homes, I don't want my church to be like a funeral home. I've, I've preached in churches to where I'd rather go preach in the funeral home. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm, have you ever been in one of those? You know, it was as dead as last year's Christmas tree. Good night. Uh, God wants us to enjoy prayer. Did you know you're not supposed to just labor to talk to God? What a privilege. Early this morning as I talked to God and I prayed for everybody in this room that I knew. And I, I prayed for, I have a list of over 50 pastors and assistant pastors I pray for every Sunday in text. Prayed for their churches and their ministries and uh, where they're at. By 4.45, I had texted over 50 pastors. Say why? Because I want them to hit the pulpit today encouraged. Did you know God wants you to enjoy the truths of sermons? God wants you to enjoy the Bible, but not at the expense of only reading your Bible and doing no earthly good. Church is not supposed to be a college class where we fill your notebook. It's supposed to be a church where God pricks your heart to action. Boy, that's good stuff. God wants you to enjoy seeing the power of God work. God wants you to enjoy good music, spiritual music, like what our choir did, like uh, Brother Anthony here in this, this congregation sing. First time he was here, he said, man, they, they like to sing. And there's something about it. it it's infectious. Say, is it the most beautiful sound? Uh, to God, yes. Maybe it might not all be exactly perfect, but I tell you what, I'd rather hear a church full of folks that can't sing on pitch than a whole church full of people that can sing on pitch that don't sing. Everybody doing all right? Man, just let her rip, amen? Make a joyful noise. I, I love hearing this church sing. But may I say something? God doesn't want you to be so spiritual that you're perverted. I know some people that they think they're so spiritual that if they walked out in the rain, they'd drown because their nose is upside down. <laughs> Not only that, their beak's so big it holds a lot of water, amen? But, uh, <laughs> sorry. I grew up in Ohio where there's a lot of Italians. I know what it means to have a big schnoz, amen? Hang on. If it is not the Italians, it's the Polacks, all right? You got the Dagos in the, in the, in the, in the Polacks. Now, wait a minute. Uh, preacher, uh, but God wants you to enjoy church. God wants you to enjoy the Bible. I see funny things in Scripture. I wish you could see some of the things I think are funny in Scripture. I was reading my Bible one day. <laughs> I got so tickled, I started texting preachers. I texted him a verse that talked about that the sounds of my bowels were like a harp. <laughs> Brother Anthony, mine never sounded like a harp. <laughs> I don't know about you. I think that's funny. I'm not going any farther with that one. I'm not preaching a sermon on that, but 
Can I tell you something? I, 5.30 in the morning, you're reading your Bible, you read it. I wish you could see some of the texts I got back from some preachers around the country. <laughs> One said, mine sounded like a tuba. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Uh, some of you that, well, that's not real spiritual. God said it, I didn't. You interpret it out, it's there. Now, wait a minute. How about, how about we just start enjoying all the forms of life? May I say this, and I'll finish quickly. God wants you to enjoy eternal life, but not exclusively. Quit spending your time in your life avoiding things that don't die. We live so much for what's going to die. We live for the moment. We live for the next meal. We live for the next paycheck to buy something to play. We live for the next vacation. We live for the next fun thing to do. But we forget one of these days, there's a long eternity out there. I'm for putting money aside. I'm for being ready for retirement. I don't plan to retire, I plan to retread, amen? Uh, but I, I, I'm for those things. I'm for you having nice things, but not at the expense of destroying your eternity. America's stupid. Four, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar homes to start out in. Good night. You got mom and dad working, kids have to be put into daycare or be taught with a nanny and a babysitter and mom and dad have to work full time plus just to pay the bills just to have a house let's sell the house get a smaller house see well you mean I might have to put two children in one room I know families that had eight kids that only had two bedrooms everybody doing alright some of y'all grew up that way Now hang on, maybe it's not such a terrible thing. Back then you had families that knew how to get along, for the most part. <laughs> we do everything for the temporary. we got to live with health food. Well, I didn't know food wasn't healthy. Well, it's processed. Okay, when I go shoot a deer, i got to process it. Everybody doing okay? Uh, I'm not saying that we couldn't live a little wiser. Well, I, all this bad medicine. Okay, you can eat tree bark and drink swamp water, or you can go get an aspirin. It came from the same place, the same ground. Well, one was made in a, in a, in a, in a factory somewhere. Okay, but you can drink all the swamp water you want, and I won't tell you what did what in that swamp water. You can eat your barley green and grape nuts and everything else, but uh, your gibbons died too. I know a lot of healthy people that die. Uh, well, we gotta have uh, we we gotta have organic. Oh, don't get me started on that. 
If you have fallen for this organic thing, or free range. Okay, instead of putting 2,000 cages in a room this side, they, they, they take the cages out and put 2,000 chickens in the same room on the ground. That's free range. That's the only difference. They don't have any more room to move. If you under, look up what it means to be actually by the, by the definition organic. Now, listen to this very carefully. A green bean is a green bean. Whether you did it with hypoponics or hippopotamuses or in the ground with or without insecticides. Oh, an insecticide. Yeah, I'm going to hurt you a bit. Well, I don't want to eat a cow that was vaccinated with penicillin. You realize that in 48 hours, the penicillin's gone? I'd rather eat a cow that had a shot of penicillin that didn't die full of infection than one that they slopped on your plate that had infection in it when it died. How about you? Everybody doing all right? If we just use our, our head a little bit here. Uh, did you know that soul winning is eternal? Telling somebody about Jesus, handing them the gospel, telling them how to get saved, that has eternal results. Uh, did you know that the word of God is eternal, the King James Bible? Not man's versions, but God's version. We don't need the NIV Bible. We don't need the ESV. We don't need the HIV for the Sodomites. Everybody doing okay? We don't need the Rainbow Bible. We don't need the gender neutral Bible. We just need the old black book. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Forever. That means eternal. Amen. Did you know that God and the Jesus and the Holy Spirit are eternal? Maybe we ought to spend time with the eternal, not the temporary. Oh, so many things. Watch it, fleshly one. Don't miss the mental, the spiritual, and the eternal. Watch it, brainiac. Don't miss the physical, the spiritual, and the eternal. Watch it, spiritual nerd. Don't miss the physical, the mental, and the eternal. Watch it, eternal one. Don't miss the physical, the mental, and the spiritual. God wants us to have life and have it more abundantly. He wants us to enjoy all of those, not just one. I am come to give life and that they might have it more abundantly. Oh, you'll go to the Christian so-called bookstore and see books on the abundant life, the abundant life, the abundant life. All we need is that book right there and it tells us what the abundant life is. Let's enjoy the abundant life. Every head bowed, every eye closed.